Enter now the age of apocalypse, Shiga, with your hosts, Dayspring and Scott Free. The name's Cable. Remember it. And the only people who can stop apocalypse are the mutants known as Dayspring, Scott Free, and Michelle. This is Captain America, and we need to defeat apocalypse. We got a lot of name or discussion to get through today. And of course, we have to have Namor cosplay on to discuss. Of course. You have to, your highness on here. So <laughs> your highness. All right. So he, he, here's the thing. You have been very vocal about wanting to talk about Wakanda Forever, the trailer that just dropped, even the teaser back in September. And of course, our yeah. schedules have been insane. Insane. But we were we were able to make it work today. We're gonna drop this episode tonight at midnight. So King, let it rip. Wakanda forever. That trailer. What do you think? Um, well, it's been a couple of days, and I'm still watching it every day, which is uh, kind of crazy. Um, but it's amazing. Um, that here's the thing too is when it drops, it was um, I had my alarm set for six a.m. because I knew. The tickets were going on sale, and then also the trailers. So, you know, I like woke up and I turned on the like got the tickets and then watched the trailer. I was like all over the place, pretty frazzled. But then I was, watched it and I was just like, it was two minutes and I was just encompassed. And I just got like emotional um, just watching it once. Um, specifically, not like the, the context, I guess, or like. You know the Chadwick of it all, but I got emotional because this really was like a Namor specific trailer, um, and I just got emotional uh, mostly just seeing things I've always hoped for for this character, like the ankle wings, how he flies, um, when he speaks. Uh, I don't know his design overall, just like, and the fact that they're kind of making him an antagonist but not a villain, which is great. Um, so it's one more. Requirements. It was just like it was cool because I've been I love this character. I don't need to explain my depth on this podcast. Do you, like, do, do you love this character? No one in Power of Action knows that, how much you love this character. I thought the four hour episode we did. So well, you know, it's funny. We did discuss yeah. we did discuss the trailer or the teaser back during Comic Con because we were staying together yeah. during San Diego. So I saw your like live reaction. Well, you saw my live reaction. You had already yeah. seen it like eight billion times. So it was probably one of my favorite memories uh, of San Diego was just laying on your inflatable mattress and watching that that trailer. But I, I have to tell you, I thought this trailer was really well done. I've been very vocal about like, you know, I think the MCU right now is a little rocky with the world building, yeah. but I am not by no means do I have any apprehensions for Wakanda forever. This oh. slaps. It looks so good. I don't know if slap is the right term here. It just looks good. I'm trying to co- quote Michelle. No, that's it does slap. I mean, and it's an emotional slap too. And I think this one, like we talked about, like the, the teaser, that was just like pure hype. It's happening. It's in there. And then this one was just like, okay, we know it's happening. But now it's like everything we wanted to see next was kind of shown. And like what, you know, our queries and our uh, theories, I guess, we were just kind of more answered in this one. And you kind of got to see a more 
full version of Namor in this specifically uh, because it's kind of like his his ordeal. So, well, seeing him hovering over Wakanda with his ankle wings, and you just see like the feathers like yeah. fluttering at, at at his ankles. That's a beautiful image, and I don't know why. Here's the thing: let's you know, we'd like to be a little shady here on 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 this podcast. I don't fucking understand people being like, oh, the actor doesn't look buff enough. I'm like, he looks ripped, man. Like that shot of him hovering there. I, he's everything I wanted Namor to be. I don't understand any of the very small, like negative negativity I've seen. I'm like, this looks perfect. What, what's wrong with people? Everyone's trying to make a negative comment, but don't want to seem racist. So they're trying to be hidden about it, but they're um, really not. But the scene where um, Angela Bassett is at the window and you see his reflection there with the trident yeah. about to strike. I'm, it's I it, it looks so good. And even like seeing him swim, which oh, yeah, yeah. they're, doing like, the, the they're going like that. Thing. Yeah. 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 Oh, and my that God. music too. That music was just so powerful, too. It just felt great and big and bold. And it just felt regal. And it was very fit. You know, it's like. It just seems like it's a good fit on all requirements, in my opinion. Um, I, I've seen a lot of people shipping, you know, Queen Ramonda and Namor online. <laughs> in, in very funny ways, man. Like some some assholes out there, they have like Namor and Queen Ramonda, and then they show Ariel from the live action. Yeah, yeah I saw it's, that. I mean, listen, the internet is simultaneously hysterical and terrible at the same time, but like, I, they have chemistry. If there's something, I think that you, you're the one who DM'd me, like the behind the scenes stuff and everything. Angela Bassett has a presence. Yeah. You know what I mean? And seeing her next to Namor, I'm just like, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's quite something. I mean, I think they're going to be, they're just two powerhouses, two regal people um, at opposing odds, um, which is uh, kind of cool um, to see that. And I think Angela Bassett is a fucking force in general. Oh, she's a fucking force in general. Now, there, there, there are two questions, three questions I want to ask you. I want to ask you. One, the showing Namor hopping through the air. Yes. How did you feel about that? How accurate I, is that to the comics? Do you think maybe it's not, it doesn't even need to be accurate to the comics? Maybe it's just how real life gravity would work on it. I, I want your yeah. take on that. I actually absolutely loved it. Um, the only thing that would, you know, there's no real headcanon for that kind of stuff because it's just like there's streaks in the sky or something. He's mm -hmm. already flying. But um, I do think that would be more headcanon than. You know, saying like I was, you compared like Icarus or something, who Icarus just levitates and and flies. Um, but I liked how they give him like the hummingbird wings because that's kind of how we all thought that they'd kind of act in a real world environment. Mm -hmm. Um, and I I like how he uses both his feet to kind of like super jump, with like air jump. You know, it just it seems like a new visual style. It's not it's not Superman or Icarus. It's like he's doing his own thing, and it I guess um biologically that's probably how it worked too so um yeah you know, at a time just like you know like pulling yourself up there so and it makes sense to distinguish him from you know we, we know how kevin feige is from, yeah. from 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 the other atlantis in dc with aquaman i mean this 
you cannot look at at at, at Namor here and be like, oh, is that Momoa or is that you know Aquaman? Oh, yeah. like this this is one hundred percent distinguished. But yeah. this is MCU Namor. Now, but my, my my next question would be: Obviously, he's in a lot of like gear, regal gear, a lot of Mayan, um, looking and stuff. I, I, I'm curious since you're doing the cosplay, what 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 does a lot of this like mean that he's wearing like the headdress, like the necklace, like the nose ring? Do you have any insight on that? I know you you love getting into the nuts and bolts of that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know what i've been reading up on too so it's not just like i'm looking at this and there's an actual history and it's like the nose bar is a history the the jade earrings have an ear um have a history it's like all i mean correct me if i'm wrong and I'm, i probably i did like a brief research but i didn't go that in depth but um you know it's basically about regality and yeah. you know being king and obviously the mind headdress is you know and big in aztec and mind cultures like you know the king or the the ruler wears that in ceremonial aspects. Um, so I hope I'm not butching that up, but no, um, I mean, listen, I don't know. I don't know either. We're just talking now, but you know, obviously it's a very dominant factor here with the character and and he looks great. I mean, it is a celebration. So what I do like is, um, I was looking, this movie is kind of everything I hope for a lot in his books. Um, cause one of my biggest critiques of his costume in the comics a lot is he just wears a speedo and the bracers. Um, and like, sometimes he'll toss on like a crown and a cape for regal matters. Um, at least like in the silver, you know, age or all that. I always wished he kind of had something more golden and, um, kingly when he's like doing his king, like he can wear a speedo whenever he wants. It's fine. But like, I'm talking like in the throne room or doing diplomatic stuff. I kind of wish he had something more elevated that kind of distinguishes himself from everyone and i feel like this movie kind of does exactly what i've wanted because he does have the classic trunks and everything but then in a ceremonial aspect he's like big and bold and like even just a regular just he has cuffs on his biceps and on his the neck piece it just feels um less like a fish man running around in a speedo it feels, <laughs> feels like he's a king and he's like um his presence is very well known yeah, so. no, I agree with you. Listen, you got to have the speedo on some way, shape, or form to satisfy yeah. the purists and us thirsty people on the internet. Mm. You know, but but I, I to that point, it's he's not like some fish guy, you know, running around. He, he's very regal here, and and he's he carries himself as such. So I'm kind of going into Wakanda Forever blind. It's funny, like for Multiverse of Madness, because I'm a crazy Wanda stan, I'm like reading the subreddits and stuff like yeah. that, like an insane person. So I knew more about the movie going into it than, you know, most people. I'm going very much blind into Black Panther. Yeah. And I don't know how much you know or how much you've read, or I know you speak to a lot of the people in production and, and stuff yeah. like that. It, it, what Do we know why? why Namor is invading Wakanda. Is that something that has been bombalating? Is it something we're just going to discover in the movie? Do you have any, any insight? Uh, the only thing I've read was something that Tanat Schwarza said in a magazine. It was how he made it clear. He's like the, he was like Latin Americans are always the villains. And uh, for once are the heroes, or I guess in this case, anti-heroes, I heard that he's going to Wakanda uh, because there's like a big threat coming about i think it threatens his people and i think he's he needs wakanda's help or wakanda was some maybe like accidentally aided in that and i think he just 
doing what he does best and he just does it and he does it very boldly and he doesn't ask permission. And I feel like that's going to come into contact. I don't know what exactly is going to happen. And I don't really want to know. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think in general, I don't really use Reddit. Um, but I, whatever I read, in the it's magazine, only us crazy Wanda stands. Yeah. It's, it's only whatever, like the official press, you know, is put out there, but I'm trying to avoid TV spots as well. But, um, there was like in the D23 leak trailer, um, he said like, um, what did he say? He said, uh, something, oh, you've exposed our power to the world. Wakanda has compromised us. I don't know if those are spliced together phrases, but, um, that was what was in the D23 trailer. So if that's something, and, uh, he said another TV spot recently that Wakanda will fall. So we'll see if like any of that's actually used, but. Yeah, um, Marvel yeah. is notorious for filming scenes, putting them in trailers, and them being very inconsequential. It's I did say one thing that was really cool that's not related to Wakanda. They said my enemies call me Namor, and I was like, "Preach! You fucking tell him, King." <laughs> I so listen. I so excited for it. One of the other things that made me very excited is that he is confirmed to be a mutant. Yes. In the MCU, hopefully they they will drop that word. Hopefully it'll be really great. And I, I wanted to know how, what were your feels on that. This is great. I I'm happy he's a mutant. Yeah. Um. You know, I was I was telling Nick at Geekville this. I was like, I consider Namor um my uh, or the first mutant um in general um because yeah. editorially pop- he is editorially right. He he is yeah. from Timely Comics. No, like legitimately, he is the first mutant in the comics, and he is, in my mind, the first mutant in the MCU uh, officially. Because yeah, we got Kamala Khan. When it's like, oh, they got the X Men theme song, but Kevin never officially said she's a mutant. He's just like, oh, there was music, I guess. But the mm-hmm. first, so logistically, uh, I'm saying that Namor is the first mutant because he was the first person to explicitly say that he is a mutant. So yeah. Listen, I, I I got feels on Miss Marvel being a mutant. I'm not I'm not against it. I would have rather have it been Wanda first, you know, introduce Storm or Namor, and then later down the line, Kamala can be she can be a mutant and it's fine. It's just you know it, 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 it when it I I I notice as the older I get or the more deep we get into the MCU, it's like I'm like, oh, but did that happen in the comics? Which I think is such always such a horrible, toxic way of looking at things. But like in this case with the X-Men, I really wanted it to either be Wanda or or or, or Storm or Rogue, obviously in the Marvels, you know, that's what everyone wants. But Namor, I'm like, yes, Namor, the second he was announced, I'm like, he needs to be a muted. That's it. Boom. So I, I was really excited for I was really excited for that. I'm curious where they're going to go with it. One of the things that I think the MCU does not do well is kill their villains in every movie. So I hope, as you said, he's an antagonist and there is a much nefarious plot. You know, his intentions are not as evil as as they would, as as they would come across in the trailer and that we'll get a nice twist, but. I'm excited, man. I, I cannot be any more excited for this movie. I feel like this this movie is easily making a billion dollars, like uh, and hopefully more. I think here's the thing too is um I do agree with your statement. I am nervous about the villain killing aspect of this movie. Um, but 
Um, and just as an MCU fan, I, everyone should be nervous that they're going to kill the villain or the antagonist. But um, I don't think they're going to do it. Knock on wood. I'm being hopeful because yeah. I feel like, you know, you look at one-off villains like um, Caecilius or Malekith or whatever, Ultron. They're all solo Hella. artists. Yeah. Hella, you know, they're solo artists and they can be done and that's it and you can move on from it but i feel like namor you're not only introducing him but you're introducing talokan you're like the new atlantis name and this whole race of people underwater and namora and atuma and these big world building characters and i feel like you know if they kill namor who who are they going to put namora atuma like namora is like she's great but she's not I wouldn't consider her a lead character of any sense. And uh, Atuma's a villain. Um, pretty. Um, yeah. Why introduce like someone like Namor just to kill him off in one movie? Yeah. And then you have all of Atlantis there, like build that world up. I hear what you're saying on that. Wait. And and so Atlantis is not called Atlantis in this movie. Can you, can you unpack that for, for those of us who, who may not be familiar? Yeah. So they changed it um, to Talokan. Um, it is, it's like one of like the the several like underworlds. Um, it's like the like rain and storm, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, I think they changed it obviously to be more fitting with the Latin American culture. Um, but I also think they changed it not just for the Aquaman thing, but I heard because like Disney also wants to own everything um, that they make, and uh, Atlantis is public domain. So I think they switched to tell to Talokan so they could publicly uh, so they can own it and yeah. license it and whatnot because Disney does Disney um, and <laughs> also part of the Aquaman thing, um, which I think is stupid. But uh, I think what the rumor was was like it's called Talokan, but it's like one of those. Um, it's kind of like how the El Dorado thing was for like Black Panther. I was yeah. like, but it's like, oh, this is like what people thought Atlantis was. Um, but it's actually t- called Talokan. Yeah, and I'm fine with that kind of perspective. To be really honest with you, I'm not. I'm not too bothered by that. And Ryan Coogler, I just, I really trust as a director. Yeah. I, I hope this movie does very well. I hope we get a Black Panther three. But mo- beyond that, too, I think Ryan Coogler. You know, the big question mark now is who's going to be directing Secret Wars. I want it yeah. to be Ryan Coogler. I, I, although Michael Waldron is attached to write that, and you know oh, how I feel about that. Uh, thank you. I don't. I hate being shady, but I just think no. They like they did it on purpose. I don't know if you noticed because they dropped all this new stuff. They dropped the new Namor trailer. Yeah. They dropped the new Wakanda Forever trailer. All this great Wakanda stuff, and they they eked in later in the day. It's like, hey, Michael Waldron's doing Secret Wars. So they like gave us this really great stuff and eked in this bad news, <laughs> which I just don't think it was this. It's smart. I mean, like. Yeah, like he wrote. I just personally, Loki is my least favorite TV show of the Marvels, and then I, Multiverse of Madness was a mess. Like it was a mess, and the only like, reason why I almost made a billion dollars is because of crazy Wanda stands like me who went back the second time around and be like, "Oh no, it wasn't that bad." Also, like if you want to give someone another opportunity, like uh, think about the same writers who did like all the Cap movies and the Avengers movies. Okay, they're allowed. They brought them back because why? They did a good story. Yeah. Um, but why would you bring back someone who had like an okay story? Well, like, here, here's the thing. He did Loki, and then you would think the natural sequel to that would be Multiverse of Madness, and yet neither 
project bridged together. Yeah. So that that's a big red flag to me, the, the whole synergy, because that's what we love about the MCU. Yeah. I will say, you know, some of the writers who are on Thor 2, Dark World, also worked on Endgame. So we will we will give the benefit of the doubt, but yeah. I, not very, not very high. I, I agree with you. I don't think Loki was poorly written. We did cover it on the podcast. I, I don't really remember my opinion on it, to be very honest with you. But I, rem- I what I can tell you right now, I don't think it was bad. Now, no. now what, what is a red flag to me, though, is a lot of the MCU projects got kind of moved. And let's go through that really quickly. Blade, which was supposed to start filming next month, is is delayed a whole year. Because you know the, the script was yeah. good, and obviously the director was let go, and you know it's it is what it is. Deadpool three, which they just announced like last week, is now moving to eleven eight. You know it was previously nine six twenty twenty four, which is now Blades. Fantastic Four, which I know you're going to be front row for that one, is going to that one. I like the Fantastic Four. I just don't like Namor with the Fantastic Four. There's a difference. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. So, it's going to be uh, Valentine's Day 2025, and then Secret Wars is going to be... Uh, the Fantastic Four moving. I'm more disappointed for the marketing team, because they totally don't have the opportunity to be like 24, like with the four. Oh, yeah. That's like, fair. Right, can't do it now. So. Yeah. No, that's really fair. That's fair. But um, last one is Secret Wars is going to be May 1st, 2026. Which is so, great. Which is great. Yeah, it should kick off the summer season. But you know that 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 sends a sign to me that Feige is probably hitting pause on things and making sure they're not making crappy scripts yeah. and stuff like that. I don't think red flag. I think it's a green flag because they're not just going to be cranking shit out. I think they're like they probably looked at Phase Four and which they did crank a lot of shit out and like literally two. Um, and they're like, okay, well maybe we should take our time for once and. Um, cause I saw this thing, like Kevin Feige said, like he's like, there's like a room that he's like spread thin or something. And I was like, good. So are we like, we're all tired of having to like, okay, there's this. And then, then this pops up and like, I completely forgot werewolf by night came out and like, I still haven't watched that yet. Cause we're saying it like, I have, I'm not caught up on She-Hulk because I really just don't care enough to, you know, watch it weekly. I'll just, I'll, I'll binge it. Um, it's a good show, but it's not like when I'm just like, I need to watch it ASAP. And um, I feel like Marvel is like, um, yeah. it's wearing us out too. It's like, it is, so- it's, there, there's too much. And like, you want to support it. You want to, you want to look at all of it. But fact of the matter is it is quality, you know, or excuse me, it's quantity over quality. And yeah. I, you know, I think if you take pause and let things, not only just from a story perspective, but also let it position it right in the market yeah you know what i mean and let some of these characters and these stories get their due shang chi is a good example of a movie that i felt did really well but like one and done now it's gone you know what i yep. mean shang chi should be on everyone's lips what what the, the the concepts and like the the hints they dropped it in the end credit scene everyone should be dying for the next shang chi yeah. movie and they're not similarly with eternals you know, Spider-Man No Way Home did really well. Obviously, they had great positioning for it. They had great hype. But I don't know. Thor Love and Thunder. I I just I, forgot it happened. I yeah. forgot it happened. I, I think Act 3 is unwatchable. I thought Miss Marvel was a great show. We've talked about that endlessly. She-Hulk, listen, I love Jen Walters. I it, it has nothing to do with any of the humor or who they're making fun of. You know, I think they 
they they're really trying to tell a real story of what it means to be Jen Walters in today's world. But the world building feels very flimsy to me. It feels very rushed. And it's you know, good, but it's great. Yeah, it's it's just like it's what you said, like WandaVision. Here, here's how I measure everything. WandaVision and even Loki. And again, I'm not a big fan of Loki. I was waking up at like three in the morning, New York time yeah. to watch it, to see what happened before anything could leak online or, or stuff like that. These now I'm just like, hey, I can miss it. And I'm not missing a larger story. Yeah. And I think what really turned me off about Michael Waldron's comments, it's not that like he did, he didn't watch like WandaVision or he didn't have an interpretation of the character that lined up with what I wanted. It was more that, man, if you didn't watch WandaVision, if you didn't bother linking Loki to Multiverse of Madness, you're not doing your homework. Why should I, as a viewer, do my homework and be invested in everything if if it doesn't really matter? It's sort of where then I start getting a little cranky. Well, that, I had the problem with that with with both. Uh, I love Sam Raimi, but I had the problem with Sam Raimi and Michael Waldron, who were just like openly saying, "Yeah, we didn't watch Wandavision." I was like, "Bro, that is like your lead character. Like, yeah. you are getting paid a fuck ton of money. Sit down, watch the nine episodes. You'll be done in half a day. It yeah. takes that you're not like just to get a character right because it just seemed like they they took." some ideas from papers like oh she's gonna take them she takes over a town and everything um and instead she made her a full-blown villain but i don't think they even saw the redemption at the end it was just like oh just kidding i'm a villain now i got the dark hold well like, and even of- with dr strange even even with dr strange himself you know what i mean i think oh my gosh why my fa- benedict was saying that he was like making up lines on the spot and i was like what you know like they couldn't even get like benedict's line locked down for him so you know i mean there's a difference between improvising but i mean like i think they were rewriting script uh while they were shooting that michael waldron had like um two weeks to get the first draft out yeah yeah they were they said oh we're already building sets and i was like are you serious like we can we're fine like i don't know who in the machine is like saying like we need to push content out now but i think the marvel fans we're okay. And like, we're the ones who are going to show up like the normal people who aren't the Marvel fans half the time. They're just like, Oh wait, that's I like, you know, like my dad, he's like, he likes it too, but he's not like as into it as I am. He's like, he's like, Oh, I heard there's another show coming out. And I was like, Oh yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So. Well, but the thing is like, we will show up. What's important is that we get excited and we get other people to show up. You know, my dad is also like a huge, I've read comic books my entire life. You know, he supported me on that. He is into the MCU because I I was telling him all these stories and he started watching everything and everything led to another. Now he's just overwhelmed by everything that goes out there. And then he goes from just praising every single project that comes out to now being like, oh, that doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? And like, I, 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 I have another, like my best friend, Phil, like, I know if he was waking up to watch WandaVision, you know what I mean? With his wife. And if someone like Phil, like who's like Miami bro is into what's going on with WandaVision, with Loki, with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, that's a good sign. But when he's here like, nah, man, you know, I'm not, I, I think he tapped out for Hawkeye. I think he's tapped out. He hasn't watched She-Hulk and even with the Star Wars stuff. And he's a huge Star Wars fan. You know what I mean? It, if you don't get that kind of audience, that bigger audience of, of people who are not traditionally the crazy stance that we are, because we will show up, you know, but that's a long winded way of saying though, I don't think Wakanda forever has that problem. I think everyone's going into Wakanda forever, knowing this is going to be quality. 
We're all excited for it. I think it's pretty obvious that Shuri is going to be Black Panther. I'm fine being wrong. I don't care. The movie looks great. Whoever Black Panther turns out to be, I trust Ryan Coogler immensely on it. I agree with you, your Disney Plus points too, because uh, I feel like WandaVision was like a cultural event of the pandemic. Yeah. And everyone was talking about it, but I feel like they haven't, um, they haven't done that again. They've put out all these shows, but none have gotten the attention of the general public the way that WandaVision has yet. Um, and I feel like that's just a failing on marketing, but it's also an overstuffing too, because they're just like, right. here's this, here's this. And Moon Knight was okay. I mean, looking back, it was okay. It wasn't as great as I remember it, but still like, you know, the finale was totally just, you've, you know, it was the same week as Doctor Strange, so it got no love. So um, I literally was sounding off all these like Disney Plus shows. I literally went from Hawkeye to Miss Marvel and She-Hulk. I forgot about Moon Knight. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I covered Moon Knight over at Masters with, with Cole. And I enjoyed it because I covered it with Cole. But like it is like gone out of my my memory. Yeah. That's it. It's yeah. no longer present. But well, you know, here's just something too that someone said online that was really interesting. It's like the fact that people are calling Wakanda forever like one of, like a movie Marvel's putting out that actually feels like a film is a, kind of a red flag. Yeah. Um, that this is like the first movie. Okay, this is actually like I think it kind of beckons to what you're saying too with Shang Chi is like phase two and three. We have all these months in between movies, and in those months we're you know we're percolating what we just saw and talking about it, but when we're jumping from a new movie each month, it's just like, it's getting to the next one and getting to the next one. And there's no time in between to, to think about it because everyone's already talking about the next one. It's yeah. Like, I, and, and there's too many plots in the air. I'm sorry. I, I think there are too many subplots in the air and I think they yeah. need to wrangle it all in. You know, they want to do secret wars now and to which I'm going to say, but don't we have secret invasion still coming up? What's yeah. going on with the rings? You're introducing the fantastic four. There's a mutant X gene here. Like, you know what I mean? Like you have everything going on with the multiverse and, and incursions, which that will lead into secret wars. But I'm like, the plots are, too much here you know like yeah. streamline it a little bit for 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 everyone because i think people enjoy that cultural movement you know and and i just want to say you know before we end our, our talk today i i think wandavision was flawed i'm not just like a crazy yeah. like wandavision's is gold bar i mean the astrophysicist was a severe misfire you know i think it was handled so poorly but to what you said it was a movement during the pandemic and I think it represented more quality than than quantity. And now we're we're overstuffed with so much and characters we just don't know as well. Like Wanda had a built up in the MCU, and that's why we got there. It was a satisfying story. You know, you, you throw in a character like Moon Knight, you have no idea who he is. You know, Jen Walters. I mean, I'm a huge She-Hulk fan, so I'm already excited, but I can understand where ca casual viewers are like, wait, what? So you know, they need to build up to it a little bit more. I don't know what the formula is, you know, um, but we'll see what they do in the future. Again, this is perfect. I mean, Wakanda Forever, I'm excited for. That's that, That's where I end on everything. That's it. I love Wakanda Forever. I mean, this is a lot, you know, it's, I think Wakanda Forever just kind of really just really kind of get people back excited about the Marvel Universe because just a lot of people are down about it. And I, I mean, I look at that movie and I'm just so excited. And also, shot. How, like how exciting it is for me as a Namor fan. Um, actually, that's also I didn't bring that up as well with here as well. But um, one thing I got emotional with 
as well as like we're seeing Namor has as I see him previously, you know, because we knew that but now before two months ago, like no one knew who he was and no one cared about him. Um, and now, you know, the Namor fandom, like we're screaming into the void for all these years saying he's a great character, he's epic and all this shit. And now all of a sudden, like this trailer is like showing everyone's like, yeah, he fucking is great. And what was great for me is seeing on Twitter, everyone's so excited and um, just, you know, accepting him and just being like, this guy is great. And but everyone's talking about Namor, which is great. I mean, no one's like, um, besides the people who are like you know, that certain breed, um, everyone's accepting him um, and really just embracing how cool he actually is. And it's nice as a longtime fan to finally see people, um, you know, have them see what I see, uh, have always seen really, um, you know, the fan base is growing. So it's, it's kind of exciting for, for all of us. And I hope he eventually gets his own film uh, trilogy. That'd be kind of great. I mean, I think, if this movie performs well and he's as well received as he is right now, I mean, I don't see them not green lighting something because if they can green light Agatha, as though they can green light Namor as a film. So. Listen, I, I, I love Catherine Hahn. I love, I love Agatha. I, I think the bar will be a little different for, <laughs> for, for, for Namor. Hopefully we'll, uh, he'll get his own film. But, but I love that introduced like in the, I mean, usually like the poster they say starring with yeah. uh, and but they said introducing to not Schwarza, which I think yeah. is great because I think they're introduced because obviously he's not that he's not a big actor uh, previously, um, at least in America. So um, they're introducing to us, but I think he's going to make a big impact and I think they're going to green light something. I don't know if it'll be right right away, but I'm sure that there, there's going to be discussions. Cause I did hear a rumor a while ago they said this movie is like a springboard for mm -hmm. if this movie does well um they want to springboard him like they did with black panther and civil war to his own franchise which i mean you get a whole world building you can bring in lady dorma you can bring in fasty and tiger shark and everyone else so um i hope, hope something happens i think um the actor is just amazing i think he's really just nails everything you want out of a character like that so i didn't agree more so beautiful too so so today obviously we got the drop of a new namor book which i want to mention before we yeah. go i just bought it before we jumped on it's uh namor the submariner what's it called conquered shores something yep. like that and it's set a, a century in the future which that's it and i saw like the preview pages like the Statue of Liberty is underwater. That gives me Kevin Costner in Waterworld vibes already. So I'm sold on this. Have you read it yet? I don't think you've read it either um, yet. No, I, I have. Uh, I'm picking it up later today. Um, oh, you're and, going to the comics bookstore to pick yeah, that up. I need, I'm a physical copy kind of guy. Really? So. No, I, I, I am definitely digital. I'm digital right there. Boom. Yeah, I, I need the physical in hand. It just it's yeah. an it's aesthetic, but it's also um, cool too. So I'm just very excited to read it because Cantwell just he's honoring the golden age. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, yeah, I think it'll be great. All right, so folks at home, go pick up Namor by Christopher Cantwell with art by Pasquale Ferry, and uh, Wakanda Forever comes out what November for eleven. 
November 11th. <laughs> I got all my dates. I knew it going into year, but I was like, wait a minute, because we talked about the shuffling of the MCU dates. Go see it. You know, our king will hopefully be at the premiere. So we'll, you'll see all of that regramming on, 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 on Power of X-Men. And Namor, King, what, what do you have coming down the pipeline? I mean, I feel like your uh, community is growing like by the minute. Uh, I hope so. The algorithm's not really being helpful right now. Um, but besides oh, fuck that, the algorithm. <laughs> but I am just, I'm, I'm just very happy where I thought I'm at right now. I'm kind of overflowing with with a lot of stuff I haven't posted yet because I just did so many. Oh, are shoot. you overflowing? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is me more overflowing? But I am making the serpent headdress right now. Um, hopefully, I can. I'm, I'm still not officially invited, but I might be invited. We'll see what happens if Marvel decides to be cool or not. Um, but I'd like to wear that to the premiere if I do. Uh, if not, I'm going to make it anyway. Um, but Just show do, up. They're not going to turn you away. You show up yeah. as like movie Namor with the headdress and all that stuff. No one's going to fucking turn you away. Yeah. But um, one thing I do is I'd like to tease, though, is this weekend upcoming, I'm shooting probably like the most like greatest Namor cosplay shoot in history um, ever because it is... Um, I'm shooting um, all seven of my Namor cosplays in one shot. Oh, wow. Okay, that's going to be a so, Um It's going to be interesting to, to rapidly change. So I think we're going to, you know, we're going to go to the beach, obviously, and get a tripod. And what we're going to do is just have it in one spot. And then I'm going to change through all seven and just, you know, play myself in different positions around the setting. And then uh in post or the my photographer is gonna be stitching it all together so dude that's gonna uh, be so great i call it it's like the name more cosplay picture so like all right well yeah. overflow the internet with that yeah and you also have you're doing a giveaway right now for fan expo san francisco yeah that actually just i just posted that today as well um they messaged me and they said like would you like to do a giveaway i said sure that sounds cool um so i'm actually gonna go there now too um so that'll be fun never been to there so if you go on my account you can just you know tag people and share in your story and then uh you could win free tickets so um it sounds like it's a win for everyone so boom right there yeah. all right so familia hit him up at namor cosplay enter the giveaway to it's a pair of tickets go to san francisco go walk the con there over at Power of X-Men, we have Victoria Blade on the podcast. Please check out that interview. We have Alex Brewer, who is the sculptor for Mondo doing the anime series. So the Magneto you recently just pre-ordered. He was the one who sculpted it. And we may be getting some more X-Men and gives us some tea on that. That'll be dropping soon. We have Chuck Austin coming. And we also have Scott LaBelle. So those will be airing in the coming weeks. And we're plowing through Age of Apocalypse. Um, all right. So go go watch go get your tickets for Wakanda Forever. Oh yeah. Well, thanks, sugar. The age of apocalypse is now over, and we'll see you next time. The age of apocalypse is over. For now. <laughs>